going on motos it's fucking monday the 24th of may 2021 had another kind of questionable night of sleep if i'm running on four four hours I'd say that's a lot. Kind of peculiar how this, uh, well, I don't know what triggered it. Been having a little bit of a rough time this past uh, several days. But I did get to sleep. Okay, that's, that's all I ask, you know. So certainly it would be nice to still be sleeping 7 o'clock on a Monday morning. Sometimes you get a little anxious going into the week, right? Just anticipating everything, a lot of things on your mind. So, I did manage to get to sleep. Took a variety of sleeping aids. I don't know exactly what might have done it. Or did anything do it that I just finally get so tired it was like time to hit the rack. There are times, there are occasions where... I just am tired. I just freaking lay down and that's it. Doesn't take much. Conditions are just perfect. So I plan to have that feeling, that reality, just prior to, uh, you know, by the end of today, I'll feel that way. So, a couple things on my mind. If I sound a little groggy, I do apologize. I actually feel quite chipper some, on some level. Watched this show last night while we were just kind of surfing around after dinner. Had a nice meal. Had a great weekend as I related. <clears throat> Went on Netflix and was looking at some things, you know. Aaron's uh, programs, would you like to finish this, would you like to, you might like this, and there was one that was there that I have been planning on uh, pursuing, which is called My Octopus Teacher, have you seen that, what an adorable movie, I'll give you the gist of it, there's this guy, he's South African, he's stressed the fuck out, because he, every occupation has its ups and downs, right? He looked like he was a videographer and fairly successful. I mean, he was taking taking video across the world. He was in Africa doing some stuff. Anyway, he got burnt out. He comes back. Um, I guess he spent a lot of time away. His wife and, and son didn't really, uh, you know, were neglected at the very least, doesn't really expound on that, but so he's having some problems at home, so he stressed the fuck out, man, 
he remembers, he goes to, to a place where this family had a, a cottage. He must have built on it over the years because he described the cottage as like this wooden structure that was like right below the low tide or below the high tide um, zone. So the waves were crashing into their bottom floor, you know, tore apart the house, the house, no doubt, over the years. But he would always, the ocean always felt, he described that the ocean always felt as though it was crashing in. It was, um, it was part of his life. And much of his youth involved going out swimming and uh, snorkeling essentially in the shallows around the reefs and the kelp gardens kelp forests now kelp if you're unfamiliar it's this gigantic fucking seaweed it's got an anchor to the to the ocean floor so maybe it's 20 I don't know 10, 20 feet down, 30 feet down, I don't know, it's anchored to the floor, got a big freaking, like a tree limb, um, and it gets to the surface, and yeah, fucking seaweed, imagine a forest of these trees underground, or under the water, and so there's a lot of wildlife that hangs out in there, hides from the big predators, there's all these reefs around there. So he finds this octopus. He's burned out. He freaking finds this octopus. He, his peculiar behavior. He goes down. He finds it very interesting. He goes down there day after day. For like a year, he goes down there and follows this octopus. And octopi, if I if that's correct pronunciation, octopuses, I think it's octopi, they're smart. They're cephalopods. Cephalo means head. So they got a big head. They got a big brain in there. The nervous system is very keen. He describes them as a mollusk, like a like a fluid-filled structure, like a like a snail or something. These guys are like a snail with a giant brain and a lot of mobility and stuff. And so they do cool stuff. They got all these tentacles, they reach out, suction cups. Um they interacted with him, this this octopus. If if I'm led to believe that this particular octopus, he was able to find it and engage with it every day and recognize it, I think he spent that much time with it in its habitat that he kind of habituated himself. He uh, endeared himself to this creature and it would come and touch his hand and hang out on him and stuff like that and he would watch it hunt and get hunted so it's this story essentially him following and interacting with this octopus and it's very very endearing you can see that the guy is just you know day after day he goes out with his swim fins and his mask and snorkel in a backpack, and he walks out there, and he steps into the ocean, in this foreign land, you know, like very, an ecosystem that is just 
wow, look at that, you know. There's things, a protein shake there, that just wonder, boggle the mind. You described it as something out of Alice in Wonderland or Willy Wonka or something. You said Willy Wonka. Some weird shit, some weird goings on in this ocean. Things that he he would see, you don't see if he just glanced down there or like even snorkel from the surface looking down there. He developed a real, you know, a, a good uh, ability to breathe, uh, holding his breath and diving down for, I don't know, probably a couple minutes. Prefer to do this just in s- snorkel attire. So no, um, no tanks, oxygen tanks or anything like that. He wanted to be as close to their environment as possible. As close to normal or what a fish might consider like a unique creature without all the freaking bells and whistles and scuba tanks and all that shit. So my octopus teacher, what's it about? This guy goes down there and steps into a different world. Swims into a different world. He can he interacts with this octopus. He can see all the cool shit that it's up to. Um, you know, the mortal danger that it's surrounded by uh, in this rich ecosystem every day. Sharks that are hanging out. That can sniff around. Can find them. And it's clever means of um, evasion. It's just a cool, cool story. And as this guy feels like he's fighting for his life on land, in his work, in his personal life, etc., this octopus also has some struggles. You know, its tentacle gets bitten off by a shark, thought it was going to die, it grew a tentacle back. It's like fucking unbelievable. And so just a very gentle, awesome story, really great um, imagery, videography, photography, narration. You can feel this guy's passion. He just loves this, uh, this octopus and the experience of being out there in nature. It's kind of like a similar theme to, perhaps we could say, it's a similar theme to Into the Wild or the all that other shit, Jeremiah Johnson shit I was talking about, because humans have long strived to get closer to nature, close enough to, well, what would it be like if I was just part of this ecosystem, you know, to live among these creatures, and he selected an octopus because they're very intelligent, no doubt, clever and crafty and neat. So the teacher taught, the uh, octopus taught him a bunch of cool stuff. Taught him how to survive, taught him how to regenerate. It's octopus, tentacle that lost. Um, the octopus had this clever uh, 
disguise or um, defense mechanism where it, if it felt like it was in imminent danger, it would grab with its tentacles as many shells as it could and pile them on top of it. So it looked like just like a pile of shelves. Shells. So when a shark would later come to attack it, it it would be unsuccessful because it kind of had a suit of armor. So do yourself a favor and check out My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. Maybe a couple hours. Very, very cool. Inspiring. It'll really uh, pique your senses and make you, allow you to kind of step into an alternate world. <laughs>